Hello everybody, welcome to the A to Z podcast and today on Featured Film Shot Today. We're continuing the series as you guys already know. With the Deathly Hollows Part 1. Yes, Part 1. But before we get into that, as you guys already know, my name's Alex. And I'm Zach. And this was... Basically, can I, can I give an honor? Unfortunately, Tori is not with us today. <sighs> it's true. I'll throw a quick, quick peace sign up for I a unfortunately have to confirm the um, bad news. <laughs> but I feel like I could give a synopsis. Yes. But it, just to do a little bit honoring, Tori did say that she wishes she was here. Yeah. But she couldn't. She just couldn't. And I do miss the Tory facts. I do. <laughs> we won't get him for this one, but <laughs> that's okay. As long as we get her for the very end, yeah, it's better to have that. Yeah. So, so okay. So let's do a synopsis. This is part I think one. We'll do it. We'll do it together. Okay. You know. On mission. Free. Of course. Of course. First things first. Basically, the name that shall not be spoken. Tom Riddle. All right, Voldemort. His name's Voldemort. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. we said it. We said it. Him and his squad, his little posse, um, they're starting to become top dogs. Mm-hmm. In this one, you see them start to plan to basically take over the world. Because, let's be honest, if you're a bad guy, who I mean, I feel like that's always your goal, to take over the world. So... Mm-hmm. Voldemort, his squad are starting to take over the world, and people are starting to see it. Mm-hmm. And people are scared. Yeah. So then Harry and his squad are trying to figure out, first off, where the Horcruxes are. Yeah. Because that is the only way they're able to destroy Voldemort. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, they need to find how to destroy the Horcruxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time, because Harry is, what, he he turns 17 in this movie? Yes. So they, for, for a good chunk of the movie, know where he is because he has not turned 17 yet. So yeah. they, they know how to track him and, and they know how to get to him. So he's on the run. With Hermione and 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 Ron, um, mm. because everybody's trying to kill him, basically. Yeah. It seems like he's the last hope. Yeah, and that's that's different movie series. That really is the premise. A he, new hope, actually. He's just doing whatever he can to figure out how do I defeat Voldemort, um, and he knows that he it's has a connection to the Horcruxes. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. And that he has to either find slash find out how to also destroy them yes which he like for most of it he doesn't know like really anything in the beginning (laughs) like multiple times they say like so like do you know what you're doing and he's like no i have no idea he's like i just can't i'm done (laughs) i yeah (laughs) so um very dark in, in in this one um as we said before um probably what fifth fifth movie it, it was like all right we're in the swing of things like this mm-hmm. is full adult movie like whoa um i mean i don't know if i would say that but adult, it, uh, well 
How would you describe it then? I wouldn't describe it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just, like, can I just, like, defend my, I feel like I have to defend myself oh, right now. <laughs> I did not watch an adult film. <laughs> I didn't either. I did not either. All right? Um, but here's the thing. It, it. P- PG-13. We'll say, all right, PG-13, yeah. the ratings ramped up now. It it had only one scene that I was like, okay, really? <laughs> Where in the very beginning, they um, <laughs> they exactly want to transfer yeah. Harry, yeah. and that they're making a very big deal out of it, um, and so they do all these special things to help secure the transportation yeah. without giving any spoilers. And basically, all you need to know is um, Harry's with Hagrid. And he's in his little, like, you know, Indiana Jones bike. Yes. So, he, like, Good Harry's night. in the cockpit, basically. Yeah. Um, and at one point, um, Hagrid is in this tunnel, and he climbs the wall with the motorcycle, where he's upside down. And Harry, like, quote-unquote, falls out, and he grabs onto <laughs> the bike, and it's just hanging there. And then he, like, runs on the top yeah. of this car. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, like. Come on now. Every movie, they have to have just a little bit of unrealism. Yeah. Come on. So, um, and honestly, like, what I've noticed throughout the movie is, like, they always, in the first, like, half an hour, they always need to get Harry somewhere. <laughs> it's yeah. always, first hour, half an hour, it's like, all right, now we can start the movie. And the earlier movie is like, how are we going to get to Hogwarts? Mm-hmm. And so the first half an hour, they just teach you how they get to Hogwarts. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's start the movie. We can start the movie. Yeah. So. He, he's not going to Hogwarts, but he still has to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he always has to go somewhere. So um, with this one, I actually, uh, to start off and get know, I actually enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, this one is a lot, I mean, there, don't get me wrong, there is still action in it. Yeah. But this, n- now that we're progressing, more and more, it's like you need, it's more for you to start paying attention. Yeah. And, you know, I will say this. It is, it answers a lot of questions you have been asking and questions you didn't even know you should have been asking. Oh, yes. So, yeah, you know, (laughs) you, you read every book or movie title and it's Harry Potter and the, it's always and the blank. Yes. The Chamber of Secrets, the Half-Blood Prince. And with this... You read, okay, and the Deathly Hallows. And I remember when the book came out, and everyone was like, what the heck is that? You know, like, what does that mean? And you always have to think, like, okay, the the book or the movie is going to be based on what the title is. Yes. You know? And that's fair. Yeah. So when you see Deathly Hallows, we don't even learn about them until... Good two amount. hours in. Yeah, a good amount. Like, it was closer <laughs> the- to the end. Now, this was only the part one of it. Mm-hmm. But they definitely take their time to start going into, hey, this is what the quote-unquote movie is about. Yeah. It's going to be centered around. And so, I um, I think it's a really good premise. And they're definitely laying more bricks than kind of putting it on display yeah in the sense of there's not as much action and stuff like that there's more like okay we're, we're laying the groundwork and uh, i mean it's it's still a good movie yeah 
Still and, a good movie. And here's the thing is, like, with this movie, which what m- most movies usually do um, is they they basically spend about ten minutes where, whether it's a time warp or it's just ten minutes of, of mm-hmm. the main characters being like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And then something coincidental happens. They're like, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with this one, there's very much a lot more trial and error. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, it's supposed to be this. And they do it, and either works or it doesn't. And then they're like, okay, well, that didn't work, so we got to go back to the Huron Road. Mm-hmm. So they do a lot of that. I don't know how I feel about that. Because there was a lot more. Because there was a, there was a good chunk of that. Mm-hmm. Of them being like, I don't know how to do it. And it's like, well, maybe it's this. And then they try that, and it doesn't work. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, we got to spend 10 more minutes being sad about how it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's uh, that's definitely a different approach from just like, oh, like coincidentally I found out how it happened. Mm-hmm. Which most of the time, I'm like, oh, okay, come on now. Like, you really, that's how you're going to have the main character solve it. But mm-hmm. And they're, they have put a lot more purpose and reason to the things that they do um, in more than one way. Some of the things don't make sense. And we will learn and and figure them out in the second part. But I, I I just have to honor Tori a little bit. So I did a little research myself. Oh, did you? <laughs> I have to carry some weight. That's fair. Okay? That's fair. Because you dang well ain't carrying it. <laughs> nope. I read the book. I read the whole book before, before, we, before we got here. <laughs> and so what I learned... Um, about is everyone asked the question of okay, how do the Death Eaters keep on finding Harry? Mm-hmm. Because Harry is jumping location many many times because he's he's continually um, found, mm-hmm. and so everyone's always like, oh, like this is so dumb. Like, how is he always found? There is there any reason behind this? Yeah. And they go on to explain that Voldemort's name is actually, it was put on a taboo curse. And so what that means is um, whoever says his name, um, the Death Eaters will know where the person is that said that. And so that's, that's part of the reason why... They started saying, "You know who," Gosh, because okay. when Voldemort was in power, yeah, no one wanted to say it, yeah, and have the Death Eaters come and take them out, yeah. So they started saying, "Well, you know who," and after Voldemort um, got defeated, mm-hmm. it just stuck. Yeah, everyone's like, "Hey, like you know, any Death Eaters are still out there and stuff. Like we don't want to say his name," and that was the power around it. Okay. So now that they're on the run, all this stuff, and they're yeah. looking for Harry. If you if you pay attention to the movie and watch it again, which I was going through in like thinking about it, mm-hmm. they are very particular when they say Voldemort, when okay. Harry, Hermione, or uh, Ron say it, and there's sometimes they particularly don't. Okay. Um. So once they say Voldemort, then someone comes like a little after. Interesting. So it's it's. Really cool, like, there's a lot more okay. details mm-hmm. in this. Not saying there wasn't before, because yeah. there is, but it's like, like you said, there, there isn't as much, like, scapegoats. Yes. Like, oh, like, 
here's a random thing that will progress the story. Yeah. They're they're very well thought out. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things like that. Yeah. Some of them are, are more st- spoilers, so I can't talk about them. <laughs> but it's really cool that there's a lot of thought yeah. put into no, this. No, for sure. I... And, I mean, without even knowing that, because that's, I mean, that's a super cool fact to know, because, Mm -hmm. I mean, tracking back to it, it's like, you see that, like, oh, yeah, like, that totally makes sense now. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that you're like, well, why are they saying it now, but not saying it here? Mm -hmm. That's just, that's a cool snippet to know. Um, But, yeah, I definitely agree that with with what you were saying, that it's for sure very intricate and very detailed throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And even for me, not reading the books... I still think that it, it's appreciated for people that just watch the movies. Yeah. Um, because it's noticeable. Like, you notice some of the stuff, like, oh, okay, interesting. And mm-hmm. that happened, and this happened. So I thought for sure the, the amount of detail they put in this one, um, I very much enjoyed. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's why I enjoyed this movie um, the most, but it for sure has, not the most, but enjoyed mm-hmm. this movie a lot. But this for sure has uh, has a lot of things I enjoy about it, so. And yeah. it could be a, a, a big contributor about it. So, mm-hmm. um, the only thing I... Okay, can I be honest with you? Yes. I will say this until the series is over. Ronald Weasley... Yes, sir. ...is probably the most useless character I have ever met in my life. That's fair. Now, That's fair. I will say... It took about seven movies, but... He finally did something useful in this movie. I'm not going to spoil it, but he did do something useful in this movie. <laughs> and now was it all on his own? Hey, I'm not here to point fingers. Yeah. But he did do something useful. Um, and he's just, I mean, he's pro- besides Peter Pettigrew, he's probably the worst character <laughs> in this movie. Well, and I might get a lot of flack for that because he is one of the three main characters, but Ron can just go in a corner <laughs> he uh, i don't know what to say about the man i really don't and i'm glad tori was trying to defend him last week but tori unfortunately since you're not here it it really i get to him. tear him apart yeah <laughs> yeah well here i'll say <laughs> i okay i was i watched this movie in the theater mm-hmm. on opener or whatever and I remember, I was super excited. Yeah. Midnight premiere. How old were you at this time? I was in high school. I know that. Oh, a little. And I did watch it with Tori. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Um, was she, was she enjoying them as they came out too, or was, did she? Oh yeah, she was already a big okay. fan by then. But so I think I was like a sophomore, maybe junior. I don't know what year this came out. But, but anyways, I remember going in. And about halfway through the movie, um, it's Harry and Hermione in this tent. Oh, gosh. And... It's a pretty big tent, by the way. I was already kind of iffy. Yeah. On, like, do they need to do two movies? Yeah. Because a lot of movies were doing it at the time. Yeah, of course. I, I think, like, they caught on to, like, oh, like, we can make more money. Yes, you know? Of course. So, um... I remember the Mockingjay, like the Hunger Games, they did yeah. the part one, part two for more, probably more of a cash grab. Um, the Divergent, they tried to do part one, part two for the last uh, one. They tried to do a whole movie series, but you know. Yeah. And, and so a lot of, a lot of book to movies mm-hmm. were doing that. Yeah. Um, the Hobbit took it to an extreme, 
But with that said, I was skeptical. And I'm always skeptical. When I see part one and part two, I'm like, they've been doing it for years without having to do that. Yeah. Do you do you really need to? Yeah. And so they're in the tent. And this this scene just proved to me, no, they did not need part one, part two. Because this scene was not only one of the most pointless scenes I've ever seen in my life, but which it did not happen in the book. It didn't say. happen in the book? No. Oh, no wonder but, so but on top of that, it was one of the most cringe scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's for sure top cringe. It, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And it's where, I don't know any other way to say it, Hermione and Harry just dance. Literally. And we're not saying it was good either. We're not saying it was good. And it's just like, what is going on? I walked out of the theater. I just want to let you know that if you walked out of the theater, are you serious? I did. I had to go to the bathroom (laughs) already. So it was like, yeah, I can go. I can go. And it was, oh my gosh. It's so bad. If you guys, if you guys were, have been watching the series, it is more cringe than when Ron and Harry grab those candies and they start acting like different animals. Yeah. And that's pretty bad. That's pretty cringe, dude. Yeah. It's it's just like, oh my gosh, the fact it was bad. It's like why, like why, why did you do that to us? And that, that was the moment in the movie. I was like, wow. And you wow, know, you know the the big problem about it either is like, I it would I guess it would make sense a little bit if Harry and Hermione were trying to get together. Yeah. But they're not. <laughs> they're not getting together. And that's not what they're going for. So it's like, why did you yeah. do this for? You just know, to, like, feel good? You or? just know, like, the director said, hey, like, write up this, you know, scene for me. Yeah. And then, you know, the guy brings it back. He's like, all right, like, I got it. Like, they dance. They get really close. And then they kiss. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, keep the scene. Just, like, cross off the kiss scene. It's like, <laughs> wait, like, what's the purpose of doing it then if they're not going to kiss? Uh, I don't know. Let's just throw it in there. We need there we need to God. fill some time, all right? <laughs> so, like, I like the scene, but just cut out the very end. Yeah, we need two parts of this movie, all right? <laughs> like, that conversation had to happen because oh, sure. they, they're, they like, literally, like, their foreheads are together yeah. at one point. Yeah. You know, where that, that very romantic scene where they're looking into each other's yeah. eyes, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, they're about to kiss. Yeah. And, of, of course, it's like, well, you know. They don't. They're obviously not kissing. Because there's been nothing pointing to that. And actually something pointing in the other direction. (laughs) And so it's just like, oh my gosh, I hated the scene so much. And it's it's to this day it's hard to watch. It is hard to watch. (laughs) I would like I would like to quote that Zach, even before it started, was like, I'm just letting you know right now. (laughs) This is probably the cringiest scene. In the whole series. <laughs> then I watched it was like, oh, no. Yeah, oh, it was it bad. Cringe, so dude. I just, I have to spend time on it. Because <laughs> when I think about the movies, that scene alone, like, docks this point. It's docks so, this movie. It's so, like, it's beyond rough, in all honesty. It's it like, is. why did you guys show me that? Like, what am I, yeah. what am I, what am I getting out of that? I really don't know. Um, but honestly, there were a lot of scenes where I was like, well, there had to be a conversation with that. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but with that being said, I do, I did really enjoy this movie. Yeah. Um, I like this movie. I like what they did. I like the setup they had. Um, mm. Yes, I I think 
it could have been one movie. The Death of the Elders could have been one movie. Um, but I do like how they took their time with this. Um, mm. I just felt you'd have to do, if you did it one movie, it'd have to be really a really, really good movie. Yeah. And the way these trash movies have been going, I felt like they would have rushed it. It just wouldn't have been as good. So, I'm glad they did do two parts, mm-hmm. hopefully. I mean, I don't know yet. We're about to yeah. find out next week. Um, but I enjoy learning. I, I mean, I feel like every time you learn more and more about somebody, you learn, like, a new character, and then you learn more about some of the characters you already mm-hmm. knew. And, and I do enjoy that because it just reveals more layers of each character mm-hmm. and how that interacts with each other or yeah. how they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, there, like you said, there is still a lot of questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. But you did get a lot of answers from this. So. Yeah. And that that is one thing I do really like this, like, about this movie. Once once they hit that fourth and beyond, there is a abundance of questions that start coming up. Yeah. And mystery. And this does a lot of work in explaining it. And I do really, really appreciate it. The books... That's something that I loved is I felt like I was just like left and right. Every chapter I was learning something new. I was like, wow, like I've been waiting so long to get these answers. Yeah. And so it really pays tribute to yeah. all of that. I mean, and sure. and something I, something I hate about a series is not satisfying the audience and not tying off loose ends um all of that stuff mm-hmm. and that you know we're in the end game we're, we're the last book the last movie part one and part two i would, I would hope so <laughs> and <laughs> and this is when yeah. a series either defines itself as one of the greatest mm-hmm. a mediocre or they do a horrible job and it's remembered as bad yeah and i think that the ending has that power Agreed. so the fact that um, the author invested so much time in doing all of that. Yeah, I think first of all, I respect. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just love that she did that, and they do that in the movie too, where there's just left and right so many things yes. that they do, and it's it's so it that alone makes the movie good. Um. If there was just one thing I would nick it on, it's just that it the pacing was slower. Yeah, I could. And that. you could tell it was more drawn out, you know, because they had a lot more time. They had, yeah. they had two movies to do stuff, so they had they basically had like you know five to six hours. Yeah. In total, to do the whole book, and so yeah. they didn't have to rush. They didn't have to get to things left and right. And the other books did. You know, they, they had to complete a task. Yeah. So you think of Goblet of Fire. Something I love about that is it's very like boom, 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 boom. You know? Okay, one of the tasks mm-hmm. is done. Let's go to the next. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's not waste any time doing some dialogue. There's a lot more dialogue going on. And even though some of it's really good and important... Some others, I was like, eh, like, is that really needed? Like, that could have been cut. Yeah. Especially with Ron, Hermione, and Harry. They spend a lot of time with them for the majority of the movie. And some of the conversations they had, I was like, uh, I know this technically was, like, in the book, but they probably could have cut it. Yeah, you're just saying they're picking and choosing the wrong things. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I could see. I mean, 
again, I have I haven't read the book, but I could I could definitely see that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I did. I, um, <laughs> I liked how this movie had the cringiest scene, mm-hmm. um, but also the funniest quote. Of the whole <laughs> I know you say because um, we get to see our old friend again. Oh, Dobby! Dobby is a free elf! <laughs> and so, uh, Dobby most, you know, those, if you know the house elves, they're, they're very, you know, agree, don't stir it. And yeah, don't stir it, pot. go about it. Um, and Dobby warps into, like, this, this jail cell that a bunch of Harry and his friends are in. Mm-hmm. And Dobby's like, I'm here to save you, Harry! And he's like, Wait, Dobby, you could warp in and out of this jail cell? And Dobby's like, yes, I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> it really was a great line. <laughs> and to me, Dobby was like, yeah, I mean, yes, that's, I can do things. Like, are you an does. idiot, Harry? <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> yeah, it was oh so good. Gosh. It was so good. It was so, oh, it was amazing, dude. I very much, <laughs> I very much enjoyed that. Now, here's, uh, here's a very, very important question I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Does that beat the line we have been saying since day one? I love magic. No, 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 no. But you know what I think does? Mm. <laughs> Accio sword. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, in that, that's what, a choir? That's, that, is that what Accio came from? Yes. Here, let me do a little, uh, little background yes. before Alex goes into this. So, we start watching the movie... And Accio is said quite a bit, actually, now that I think about it. By Harry, mostly. Yeah. And so Alex, he asked me, he's like, can you Accio anything? (laughs) And I was like, you know, I've never really thought of that, but I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe. And then, okay, now we come to this And then Harry proceeds to to, to say, literally for anything, like, um, he was like, Hermione was like, I need you to grab this thing in, like, my endless bag. Because he, like, mm-hmm. she charmed the bag with it. Was, yeah, a little Mary Poppins bag. Anything. And so he's, like, reaching and grabbing it. And I'm like, oh, like, can't you just use Accio? And he's like, Accio! And then whatever it is, it pops up. And I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. And then they look for this sword. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> they eventually find the sword. And they go, Accio sword! <laughs> it's so cringe. It's so oh cringe. my gosh, dude! It's and, a great scene, though. I mean, those are the two that stuck out. But he probably said it three or four more times oh, yeah. within the movie, dude. Oh, for sure. So that might give "I Love Magic" a run for its money, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that being said, I think I I think I shared all I need to say. Yeah, I think I did too. Are you ready? You want to do rating first? Or you want to do ranking first? Um. Let's do a rating first. Okay. Um, do you know it or I'll go first if you want me to? You go first. I'll give it... I'm going to give it... I want to give it an 8.5. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I just feel like the pace of it was just a little too slow for me. So we're yeah. going to knock it down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it an 8. Yeah, ten. Still very good movie. Yeah, really did enjoy it. Um, it gives you a lot of the meat um, that you want to find out. Um, but at the same time, you get a little bit of the fat. You know, you get a little bacon. It's just like bacon right here. Yes. So, 
Uh, I'm giving it an eight overall out of t out of ten, of course. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give this one. Hmm. Yeah, this one's hard. This is like, this is very on the fence. Yeah. For me. I've got to give this one. I might give it a 7.5. Really? Okay. Yeah. So this is border like a, you don't even need to watch this. It, it's, it's not average. Okay. It's a little bit above that. Okay. Okay. So you, you weren't as too fond of it. No. Interesting. Okay. I want to see your ranking now. No, you wouldn't. got your ranking or you, you want me to go first? If you're ready, you go first. I, I'm i writing it down right now. First, I mean, I'm still, it's still tried and true. Mm -hmm. Number one movie, still my favorite, Goblet of Fire. And I respect that. Goblet of Fire is, I, I mean, that. it's just up there. You know, just a side note, sorry, but I was just talking to Johnny Brown, mm -hmm. who's someone who works with me, <laughs> and he said that Goblet of Fire was his most hated one. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm being completely oh serious. And I was like, are you kidding me? And he said he's like the books were amazing for the yeah. for the fourth one, yeah. but he's like the movie sucked. And I was like, dude, like that's my favorite movie. Oh my! So he probably like Prisoner Askaban. Huh? <laughs> I didn't ask him. I'll ask him today. I'll be like, oh, you're a little Askaban boy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And then after that, there's a good chunk um, of the movies that I feel like there's tears. Mm -hmm. Number two. I'm gonna put. <clears throat> Don't you dare! I'm gonna put part one as number two. Whoa! Part one. I really, like I said, I really enjoyed this one. I mean, anything above the Order of the Phoenix, I'm okay with. Now number three is Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Um, and then Half Blood Prince. Okay. Still a good movie. Um, yeah. There, have there been any gaps where these are pretty all tight? Those are all pretty close. Okay. So, I mean, right now, Goblet of Fire is just head and heels above. Yes. Now, we do only have one more movie to figure out if it's still the best one. Mm -hmm. uh, but those next three are for sure. I mean, I, if, if I watch them back, I, I might inter interchange all of yeah. those. Um, then it switches to, to two, then one, which those kind of close. Really? Kind, kind of close. Kind wow. Of close. Um, and then, I mean, there's like a Grand Canyon gap between number one and the prisoner of Ashkabat. <laughs> it's just, you've already heard what I have to say yeah. about that. Yeah. I just, it's not, it's the worst one that far. For me personally, I just, <laughs> not, yeah. Uh, I mean, I respect Prisoner of Ashkabat yeah. down there. And I just don't like <laughs> There's just so much I can say about it, but, you know. Version of Basketball is just garbage. Yeah, it's just okay. good. So, so, that would be my ranking. Okay. Right Here's mine. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Goblet of Fire. It, it's not a question in my head. Oh, for sure. It really isn't. It just does so many things well. Yes, I agree. Um, Second one, Half-Blood Prince. Really? Okay. 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 I'm I can see that for sure. I, I'm giving Half-Blood Prince my second. Yeah. Um, 
Third place is Chamber of Secrets. Yep. Third place is Chambers is, is still the second third. One? Oh my gosh. Yep. So you weren't a big fan at all of Deathly Hollows then. Well, we'll get to that eventually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay. So uh, yeah, we have the Chamber of Secrets. Fourth place. Yes. I will give Deathly Hollows Part One. That's fair. That's fair. I could, like I said, I, I was thinking that. about switching Deathly Hollows and the Order fifth the place. Oh, okay. Which is Sorcerer's Stone. Whoa, my! How dare you disrespect so, the Phoenix? <laughs> um, and you, you, I was, you know dang well what the next one. Should I be. was thinking, okay, Philosopher's Stone or the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. And my biggest reason, because there's a gap after um, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. It's like those top three are like solid. Yeah, 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 I agree. Pretty freaking solid. And then I was like, all right, like, did I like Deathly Hollows Part 1 better than Sorcerer's Stone? Okay. Because it definitely wasn't better than what I'm going to say after this. But it is because I felt like there are so many answers Mm -hmm. that they did really well. I have to give it to, I have to give it to the the seventh part one. So then there's Sorcerer's Stone. All right, you we what place are we at now? You're sixth place, second to last. Yes, sixth place. You, I, you better, you better. No, Krishna Vashkabas. You're a liar. You're a liar. Right you're a liar. Right. Serious plot. Oh my god, we're gonna have to have a talk after this. <laughs> okay, so between one and three is I agree, Grand Canyon, <laughs> and then. There's another gap, and I mean, like no this is this gap way. is from the Earth to the Moon, okay? <laughs> so there's the Grand Canyon, yes. then there's the Earth to the Moon gap. <laughs> oh my All right. gosh, dude! And there lies Order no, of I'm, the no, Phoenix. No, I'm sorry, Zach. I can't. As the worst Harry Potter I movie just can't ever written that. and ever made. I can't allow that, dude. And that's my list. Gosh. I know, I know I have support. I know I do. So, Zach is a liar to us. <laughs> and unfortunately, we he, he doesn't know a good movie when it smacks him in the face. I'm sorry, man. And it's okay, Zach. I'm sorry. I shall never tell a lie to you. I just want to let you know, I'm still here with open arms. No matter what's wrong with you. <laughs> I can't commit sin. It's, just, it's not who I am. I want to say uh, that Order of the Phoenix is better than Prisoner of Ashkabat. It is. It's just but it's 100% I can't. Is. I just can't say that. There's no... I'm sorry. We're going to have to have a talk after this. I know. Every time I say <laughs> it, every you, time you say it, it's like you've never heard You're like, no! I'll, like, I'll give you one... Re- uh, after this, I'll give you one reason why. All right. All right. But um, those are our rankings so far. I'm very excited. Hopefully, you guys... Tune in with us for next week also because mm-hmm. we will be concluding the series. The boy who lived the boy has come it to is, die. It has been a long time coming. Yeah, dude. sure. So, um, we hope you guys enjoy this series so far. Um, we are on social media, so let us know um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ADG Podcast mm-hmm. what 
you guys think about the series and what other movies we should watch because yeah after next week we're gonna have to start picking out some new movies mm-hmm. and it feels weird not being like all right well let's watch the next one yeah um this has been a long journey I know, man. dude and i'm i'm very excited for me personally mm-hmm. um being a first time viewer you sure um but yeah thank you for tuning in um we are so happy you guys were able to listen um jordan thanks for listening with do us. we appreciate you man <laughs> we really do for the support we appreciate it so much jordan and we'll talk to you guys next time all right peace, peace.